0: Welcome to this episode of The Trillist. On today's episode, it's a one-on-one interview with the Jordan Williams himself. So, Jordan, welcome.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm excited for this. I've been waiting for this for a while. Yes,
0: tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, So, for those of you who do not know, Jordan is one of the co-owners, founders of this fashion Label. It's yes. Just a, yes. Say label.
1: I can say label. I'll go for that. Yeah,
0: and um, he's a junior here at Penn, but he's been doing boss, <laughs> boss things, ever since high school. So.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I think you've pretty much covered it. Um, I'm a junior here at Penn. Um, I am the co-founder of a clothing line called Young Moguls Brand. That's basically um, an urban clothing line that I started with uh, one of my best friends from back home in Atlanta, uh, whose name is Brandon Iverson. So he goes to Georgetown now. And we've been working on that ever since high school, Um, so trying to keep that pushing. And then um, also in addition to that, I'm also working with a nonprofit called YEDCorp that um, I started last year with with two friends that go to Northeastern, basically just a nonprofit that sort of builds experiences for um, college students, mainly um, minority college students that are interested in, entrepreneurship and just giving them opportunities to network and connect with other people
0: true true so with yad they go to different like big cities right, right. and have meetups um like networking events right, right. for college students and that's dope i'll have to go to the next one yeah we got to catch you yeah <laughs> he had one here in philly and he told me and i was like i'm kind of tired i think it was a cold day it was bad t-
1: it was bad timing yeah. it was during fall break so we couldn't get a lot of pin people but I'm going I'm to get you at one. Yes, no worries. We're going to catch you at one. Definitely, definitely.
0: So when did you first think of creating your company? Like when did that idea come about? How old were you? Or like what grade? So
1: as far as like Young Moguls brand, I would say probably it was definitely um, it was definitely sophomore year. Um, because I I remember distinctly it was like 2014, I think. It was sort of when we got the idea for we wanted to start a clothing line or whatnot. Um, when me and brandon sort of got the idea for wanting to get involved with entrepreneurship in general was um, a little bit before that we we had i remember we read this book called like rich dad poor dad by someone named robert kiyosaki when we were like 11 or 10 or something like that like our dads had made us read it basically and we it, for, ever since then we were just really interested in like entrepreneurship and starting our business so Right after we read that, we uh, we just wanted to start some kind of business. So we made this thing called Kids Toys, Inc. It was a really childish <laughs> name. For, yeah, we were 10 years old. But it was basically like we had this website that we made, and we just went around our house and literally picked up like any old things that were like video games or stuff we thought our parents weren't using. I don't know if they were using it. And we just <laughs> put them on the site or on eBay, and we started selling it to like kids at school. So I think that's when we first like our first experience with entrepreneurship um, and then it's sort of like formalized more than just like selling old stuff but that's definitely when like the passion for it, for it started
0: that's so dope because you've <laughs> been a businessman since 10 that's that's just pen things, scheming you know? since then. I don't know if I would <laughs> yeah. call it
1: businessman since then but definitely scheming since then that's
0: awesome <laughs> um so how did you get your business off the ground you mentioned yeah your Fathers. Um, right, right, right. Did family play a part and so on?
1: So for both of us, um our our dads, our parents in general were a big part. But mostly um our relationships with our dads, because our dads um both worked were both um co-founders also with their own business when we were younger. Um so for instance they would have like their own meetings every week and me and Brand they would bring me and Brandon every week uh to like the weekly meetings and we would sort of just sit in the back and so, and they would take us to like whenever they met with other business people or whatever. We were sort of always just tagging along. So um, I think from a young age, we just sort of adapted to like that entrepreneurial mindset, and we always saw our dads, um, you know, wanting to start their own initiative, and even our, our our mothers too. Like Brandon's mom is has her own training company um, uh, for like uh, has clients that she has on workout schedules and things like that. So I think we definitely just saw that at a young age. Um, as far as implementing the business, our parents always, they never really wanted to get very involved with it, which, like, in hindsight, I think was really good. They always, like, we would come to them for advice and stuff, but um, they they actually kind of never knew what we were doing. Like, a lot of times, I remember my mom didn't really know we had a clothing line until probably, like, four months after or something <laughs> like that. Because we would sort of just, like, be in our room drawing, and they probably thought we were just, like having ideas and stuff, but they never really knew we were following through on it. Um, they never really gave us money. They never gave us money to, like, start it. So I think that was the hardest thing, um, getting off the ground. I definitely think for, like, people just getting started, that's the biggest hurdle. And for us, the biggest thing to do was something called f- crowdfunding. So we had, like, this crowdfunding campaign that we had online. Can and you we, explain what that is yeah. for who don't know? So basically, crowdfunding is different sites like Indiegogo or... GoFundMe is like a popular one and basically it's just an opportunity for you to express like the idea that you have the product that you plan to make Um, and you can share that with friends family even strangers and whoever's like interested in seeing this actually becoming a thing and the future can donate money to you just to help you get along so I remember when with Young Mogul's brand we had like all we had really was a bunch of like picture sketches and we uploaded those on the go we had like an indiegogo account and we sent that to all our parents friends and stuff and we ended up raising like a thousand dollars which was all we needed to buy like a few shirts so that's how we started and then from then on whenever we would make money we'd like use some of it to buy more shirts and stuff like that so crowdfunding is definitely key i think that's definitely something very helpful for for people just trying to start
0: Awesome, awesome. So I know you've been on the Steve Harvey yes. show. Can you explain like how he reached out, like how that opportunity sure. arose? Because that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So that was um, actually when we were in high school. Brandon was in this program, this mentorship program called um, Disney Dreamers Academy. Um, that's basically it's this this um, one week conference that Disney does with like Essence magazine and Steve Harvey every year for um, high school students, for, like, black high school students. And um, so I remember my junior year, he applied and got in, and they select, like, 100 students or something. And they bring you to Disney World, and you basically go through a lot of different sessions with um, celebrities and entrepreneurs and leaders, and it's just a really good experience. And I was watching on social media, like, him having all these experiences and stuff, just thinking, man, like, why didn't I apply to this? So... (laughs) The next year around my senior year, I applied um, and I ended up getting in and it was definitely it was the most um, life changing experience I've had personally, just because it made me very clear what my goals were and where I wanted to go in the future. And while I was there, they sort of found out that um, I was working on the Young Moguls brand company with Brandon who had come the year before. So after it. I just remember they gave us, like, a call from a lady that was like, hey, I'm with the Steve Harvey Show. Um, we just wanted to – we heard that you were starting this company with Brandon. We wanted to ask you questions, da-da-da. Uh, so that's it sort of ended there. And then a few days later, they called again, and they were saying, um, would you guys be interested in coming to Chicago to be on the show just to talk about, like, the company um, and how um, the mentorship program helped you guys push the company along. So, um, it, it ended up, he, ha- he had us on one of the episodes during our senior year, um, and we got to go on and talk about a company, talk about the great experiences we had with his program, and how much it impacted our life. So, that that's definitely one of the best uh, notable experiences I've had, Cause especially because for both of us, speaking for Brandon, too, he's someone we've always looked up to, just in a lot of different aspects, um, especially in entrepreneurship, so it was really cool just getting to have that personal experience with him that's great excellent. yeah that was a great time
0: yeah and like super dope is that your fun fact
1: i think i i think if i had a fun fact that might be the most interesting one i have i don't have many other ones so that's definitely got to be the go-to well,
0: he's being humble i think he's a cool person no because in the, <laughs> yeah.
1: at, you can probably testify to this at penn everybody's fun fact is like oh i'm uh
0: Barack Obama yeah. brushed my hair last <laughs> week brushed or something my like hair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or like I don't know you you'd be surprised about people's fun facts so sure. yeah I think that's the fun fact
0: cool cool all right so I admire like your tenacity your dedication your passion
1: Thank um you.
0: what like what made you this way
1: um that's that's an interesting question I think I think it would definitely have to be like credit to parents um my parents my, both of my parents and also maybe just like um, past life experiences. I think my parents have rubbed off on me a lot just um, because I think a lot of their mindset has been transferred to me. Both of my parents, my dad and my mom were very, um, even if they've worked for other people, they've always been very entrepreneurial um, and sort of always had the mindset that they don't wait for stuff or opportunities to be given to them if if they want something, they want to take initiative and try to find a way to go get it. And I think that's something that definitely, I've just seen my parents both do that growing up, and I I think it's something I admired in both of them, and I try to live it out too. Um, And I think also I'll say uh, my friend Brandon too, I think I learned that from him because I'm glad to have a friend like him growing up who um, besides like, The usual stuff, like playing basketball or something, he always had like-minded goals of wanting to, you know, do something that wasn't the normal thing or start businesses or be creative. And I think his creativity rubs off on me um, a lot, even now. So I think friends and parents also are a big factor.
0: Nice, 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 nice. So how are you using your pen
1: education
0: (sighs) to further your business? Well, If you you use it.
1: Yeah, I, I think, like... I think um, so I'm I am studying business and like marketing so I think it ties in a lot to especially with young moguls on the marketing side I think it comes in a lot Um, and I actually I really think it's important to like have projects like a young moguls brand or like a podcast while you're in college just so you can sort of apply the things that you're using in classes in some way whether it be business or not um, to like your passion projects outside so I think a lot of the classes that I take, whether it be, you know, finance or marketing, All a lot of the concepts I'm able to practice and actually put in um, to implementation in the companies. And I think that's really important because, I don't know, a lot of times you can, you can read about stuff all you want and you can, you know, study the textbook, but you never, I think you don't really learn something for sure until you actually practice it. And I think that's where um, the entrepreneurial side has definitely helped me.
0: True that. I, I definitely agree. I'm sure you can attest to this also <laughs>
1: with the podcast.
0: With yeah, I kind of I like just
1: experience wise, you know.
0: Yeah. I kind of realized with like a lot of pen, it kind of pushes you to go into finance, going right, to right. consulting. That's like just the culture here. Right. And I get that and I appreciate it, but I realize that's not me. And last year I kind of tried to fit myself into that mold. Right. And I went to like a few like events. And I was like, no, this is definitely, like, not me, and I can right. see myself being unhappy. So I was like, what do I love? And I was like, I like people, I like talking, and <laughs> I like interesting, like, things that people don't necessarily, like, talk about. So, well, like the podcast topic, sounds so. like the perfect yeah.
1: venue for all of
0: that. So I was like, okay, like, I'm going to try to pursue yeah. this, yeah.
1: I think that's really, that's a good point, though. Like you were saying, talking about Penn's culture. Um, I wish someone would have warned me about that before I came depend um like i i'm involved with the finance side and i'm interested in it i think it's cool but i do think even if people are interested in it a lot of times they lose themselves in it and um i don't know because when i first came uh when i first started freshman year it was like you were saying everybody was in finance and consulting i didn't even know what consulting was but (laughs) everybody's doing it so i guess it's interesting but um I think a lot of times people get so involved with that and clubs that I can even relate to this. That when I came in freshman year, I sort of put entrepreneurial stuff on the back burner, um, and I think like a lot of people lose sight of what their passions really were for what's popular here
0: mm-hmm. in culture. True that, and um, but you still, I know, you, um, Morgan Stanley, correct? Right, right? Okay. So
1: so I'm still yeah I'm still in finance. I'm honestly so my vision with it has been. That a lot of people have always sort of made it seem to me like it's impossible to do both, um, like you're either very finance based or you're the complete other side, like really creative, entrepreneurial. And to be honest, I just want to try to bridge the gap between it between it and show people that like it's impossible. It's possible to, you know, be interested in finance and have that sort of side that's more I guess buttoned up, strict, or whatever, but still be very creative and like have your own passions. Um, And for me, it's just been finding, like, the area within finance that I can be passionate about, um, which was, like, wealth management that's very people-facing and, um, you know, very client-based, not just being behind, like, a desk all day. So I think finding the right area for me is what's made it, you know, finding actually something I would be willing to do for many hours in the day.
0: Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. So um, are there clubs or programs here at Penn that help students like begin their hmm. startups and kind of like launch that. I know with um the what's the I oh Warby Parker yeah yeah I know yeah. they got like a award um to start that.
1: I f- so there's a so. there's a lot of different awards and stuff, and I know they ask. Ac- f- you're right. They're in some sort of like class, program or class, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with a professor named like Peter Peter Fader, I think. Um, but some of the ones I do know, there's a lot of opportunities like entrepreneurship-based that just don't get taken advantage of and a lot of, like, easy money to get with startups around campus that people just don't know about. One of them is um, this program called in VIPC. Um, that's uh, called, it stands for the Venture Initiation Program Community, I think. And basically it's just a community of people who also have startups um, they provide you with different sessions on different topics. They provide you with resources, uh, faculty to go through for if you ever need advice, anything like that. Um, and really, it's just a good sort of startup community because I think a lot of people here um, have startup ideas. They just don't have people to talk to it, uh, talk to them about. Um, so I think VIPC is very helpful. They also have something where you can sort of ha- they'll pay you like ten thousand dollars to. Uh, work on a startup all summer, like an idea that you have, and you can apply for that. I think a lot of people don't take um, advantage of that. There's something called the um, innovation, the Penn and Wharton Innovation Fund, I think, and they give like $1,000 to almost a bunch of applicants every semester or many times every semester um, as long as you can pretty much give them a clear concept of what you want to do and how it makes sense you can at least get like two hundred dollars and you can keep coming back for more money so i think there's a lot of resources i think um Penn entrepreneurship division um i guess they're in they were in vance hall before but they might have moved but they have a lot of resources that i think a lot of people um just haven't been made aware of yet
0: awesome and how can they find these like initially like inquiring right. can they google like you i
1: would i would okay. search pen entrepreneurship um and they have like their own uh department site with all of these resources and i, I know when i first found it freshman year i was really shocked because i had never heard of it before um usually you don't hear about it in like clubs meetings or they don't really promote it a lot but i would definitely google Penn entrepreneurship and just look through all the different opportunities because there's definitely one for whatever you're interested in doing
0: very true all right so um, are there any other programs that Penn um, doesn't have or like other universities do not have that you think they should branch out and like create um, for students
1: honestly I I would I think they should I don't know much about like the startup summer program that they do where they will like pay you to work on your startup but I think I think they should publicize that more because I think there's a lot of people in internships that, aren't really interested in the internship they're doing, but they just feel like that's all their only option to get, like, some money for the summer or, like, to help get money for whatever they might need. But if they knew that they could work on a startup for the summer, a lot of people would probably take that offer. So I think that could be built out even more. Um, a lot of times, I talk to, like, Drexel students and other students, and I know they have, like, a co-op program. I, I sort of wish Penn had that. I know it, it's not, like it's you working for someone else. But I think, like, you being able to work for a startup or something like that and still get credit, yeah. I I would sign up for that personally. Yeah.
0: That's a big thing at um, Northeastern. So I'm from, like, Massachusetts. Right, right.
1: Um,
0: the North Shore, so Northeastern's, like, right there. And they have, you have to do, but they also are in school for five years. So it's, so like, so their undergraduate program. degree is five huh, years. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but everyone has to have, like, at least two co-ops, which is, like, for a semester, they work for a company in their field right. and they get credit for that. And I don't, I think they might get paid. I really don't know, but that's like a whole thing at Northeastern. So,
1: I, me personally, i people might disagree, but I think that would be like a really good experience. I don't know. A lot of times in a lot of these classes, I just feel like you never get to apply them a lot. Like, especially, I'm in a finance class right now that I just, it's my least favorite class at the moment. But if I was able to see it happen in real life or, like, see a company really use the stuff that we talk about in the textbook, it might be easier to understand or more appealing or something like that. So that's just my two cents. I don't know.
0: Okay. I respect it. Yeah. I take it. Right. Five
1: years, <laughs> Another year. I don't know about that. Yeah. That's a different story.
0: Actually, I like... I love college right now, and I'm like, oh, it goes by so fast. But then, like, I talk to upperclassmen, and they're like, <laughs> I know, I think I might still be in like the bushy-tailed like zone, but I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad fun. you're enjoying it. Though. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So, where do you see yourself in five years, with your company, personally, so on?
1: Um. So, hopefully, I will have graduated. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um. But. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of available paths. I'm not really c- certain in what path I want to go yet. I'm sort of open to a lot of different things. Um, I know I definitely do want to still be working with both of the companies I, I've started now. I definitely want Young Mogul's brand to be more developed and um, be further reaching than it is now.
0: The brand's awesome. I'm I'm a brand ambassador. Yeah, see, like
1: shout out to Sia, because she's she's side. helped us with <laughs> being a brand ambassador. It always honestly I, it always makes me so happy when I see you around campus wearing, wearing it. I'm like yeah. she's a real one.
0: and people people love like it's awesome. It's great streetwear. I know that's like a big Thank thing you. now. Um, streetwear fashion right, right. and so on, and it's popular. So. It's what the people want.
1: Thank you. That means that means a lot. I pre- It always means a lot when like people, like your peers and your friends support it. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we're still running that.
0: Tell them your website.
1: Yes. The So the website is youngmogulsbrand.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram at mm-hmm. youngmogulsbrand. And then our Twitter is at mogulsbrand. Mm-hmm. So feel free to connect with us on any of those.
0: Yeah. And their stuff's affordable, too. It's so affordable. College, yeah, it's yeah. affordable. Yeah. It's spicy. <laughs> like... Supreme's old, (laughs) you know. We keep it affordable because
1: we understand the college struggle. We are also college students. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I have big hopes for young moguls in the future. Um, And yet Corp also. Mm -hmm. Um, We definitely want to build out, like, the national summit during the summer and be able to hit more cities on, like, the Campus Mixer Tour. Um, We're also trying to build, like, a digital platform that people can use all throughout the year um so definitely want to keep building out those i've also have like a lot of other things i want to start it's just like time constrictions um like i've I've always been really interested in like having a sports agency and stuff like that i've been interested in i really want to write like a tv show or like a a movie or something because my sister's real and she like writes screenplays and stuff like that so i'm interested in that and then also the finance side like i'm interested in finance too so We'll see. Honestly, we'll see where the path goes. I'm open to in, to a lot of things, so.
0: Awesome, like a renaissance man.
1: He's. he's I I, I do I do definitely yeah. respect like people who I've always had a respect for people who are able to, like dabble in a lot of different things and not be boxed in. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: And in ten years, where do you see yourself?
1: I mean, hopefully, I'll have. Hopefully, I'll be married in ten years. That yeah. would be a goal. I would like to be, um, be married in ten years. Um. I don't know. Hopefully, like whatever I'm doing in ten years, I'll, it'll be like making an impact. I would like to be living in Atlanta in ten years um, and be involved in the city in some in some way, like in the community.
0: One piece of advice you have for people who have that entrepreneurial spirit and mindset, um, who are not yet in college or in college or even out of college right. and want to just start and chase their dreams.
1: I would say um, don't be afraid to start small. I think a lot of people um, always sort of wait for the right moment to start or when they do start, they want it to be like a grand entrance um, and a huge success. Um, But I think it's best to start small wherever you're at, whether it be college and high school, middle school, whatever it is. I think it's good to just start at whatever level you can, even if it means like failing wherever you are because I think – that experience is good to do early on, especially while you're in college where there's not as much at stake with um, running your own business. You might not need it to succeed to as like your full-time job. So I think definitely just starting at whatever level, um, learning early, um, and not being afraid to fail. I think a lot of people—it's something I've noticed. Like A lot of my peers have ideas for businesses and things like that, um, but they always say, like, now is not the right time or— school is very busy right now, or I just think it'll be better in the future when the right time comes. I just feel like something I've realized is the right time never really comes. Um, Life is always going to be busy. There's always going to be drama and things going on. Um, So I think it's best to start now and just be able to build from here. That's my advice. Definitely.
0: All right, well, thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you. So much wisdom for the audience. I'm
1: glad I finally made it on the Trillis. Yes.
0: (laughs) All right, peace and love. We would like to thank Nick Seymour and Kelly's Writer's House. Um, Nick, for engineering this episode, and Kelly's Writer's House for giving us the Rexler Studios.